Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Jalen Johnson has a career night and the Hawks escape another close one. We'll talk about it all right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight, we are going to be discussing another dub for the Hawks, right? Um, <laughs> the Hawks. I guess you could say they escape, but uh, they get a dub over the OKC Thunder with a final score of 141 to 138. Um, the score is, I guess it is indicative of how close the game was, but <sighs> kind of revisionist history. It's kind of revisionist history. And it's wild because I really don't want to come on here and crap on this team after they lost. I mean, after they won. I'm not going to do that. But first things first, let me get rid of this housekeeping for all of the new listeners. Um, what's up? My name is Edub and I talk Hawks. <laughs> this is the Hawks Beat Podcast and we talk Atlanta Hawks here. All right. And so I want to welcome you into the podcast. If this is your first or second or third time, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to hear what we have to say about the Atlanta Hawks. Um, a big part of what we do is on social media. and We would love for you to connect with us on our social media platforms. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the platforms. Go ahead and connect with us and uh, we would greatly appreciate it. So go ahead and subscribe while you're at it and uh, drop us a five star rating. Is a five star or is a four star? 
I don't know. Whatever the number of stars is, just click all of them. <laughs> just click all of them. Um, yeah, so that's that. Let's get into this game, man. I don't want to waste any time. Um, just uh, for a little background, OKC was on a second game of a back-to-back. Last night, I believe that they were in Boston. I'm not exactly sure. Yes, I just checked that. They were in Boston, and uh, they actually got a dub, man. They got a dub in Boston, you know, feeling pretty good about themselves. Sometimes the second game of a back-to-back can be really tough, especially in that uh, second half, right? Secondly, in that second half, but the, um, man, like the second half, man, it was like they was just getting going, you know what I mean? It was like they were just getting better and better, as the game went on. <clears throat> so let me first say this before I do anything that is conceived or perceived as negative. Let me shout out one Jalen Johnson, who had a career night, 28 points, seven boards, 11 of 18 shooting in 28 minutes. And he really should have had more points than that, but man's got into foul trouble. <laughs> man's got into foul trouble. And he had to sit on the bench for a little bit. But listen, when I tell you that this game was the Jalen Johnson and one mixtape, <laughs> it was the Jalen Johnson and one mixtape, right? We're going to get into the second half meltdown. We're going to get into that. But let me just take a brief moment to give Jalen Johnson his flowers. The most improved player of the year, Jalen Johnson. Yes, I'm kind of speaking it into existence. I don't know who the other candidates are for uh, most improved player. But um, the more that Jalen plays, man, the more that name needs to be screamed. Like, yo, most improved player, Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson that first half, man. So, first of all, the Hawks out the gate scored the first 11 points. 11-2 out the gate. And can I be honest with you? Can I can I be brutally honest? Is this a safe space? Is this a safe space? Hawks were looking really good in the first quarter. Looking really good in the, in the second quarter. First quarter, 39-25. to 25, They almost put up 40 points in the quarter. And that is always good. I'm going through my notes. I'm like, oh, 11-2 out the gate. Trent Forrest is the first one off the bench. This was kind of unique to see, you know. I don't know why, but <laughs> I, I, I think that Quinn is just trying to experiment with different things. I didn't necessarily have a problem with Trent Forrest being the first guy to the bench because I thought Trent Forrest gave them good Swiss Army Knife minutes. What I mean by that, Trent Forrest kind of does everything you kind of need him to do, but he doesn't do anything like extremely well. <laughs> you need a you need an offensive rebound, Trent will do it for you. You need you need a pretty good defensive guy on, on one on the opposite team player, Trent is your guy. He's a Swiss Army knife. He does a multitude of things, but he doesn't do one thing well at all. And I'm okay with Trent. Like, people get mad when Trent's in the game. I'm good with Trent, you know. But anywho, back to my spot. Everybody is is 
playing well, they're moving well, the energy is good. I'm like, okay, this might be an easy night, right? This might be an easy night. This OKC team is on the second night of a back-to-back. Those legs may get heavy, and you may be able to run run, run these dudes out the building. Not necessarily the case. <laughs> Not necessarily the case, right? But um, I, I really like what I saw coming out the gate. Second second quarter, Jalen Johnson just goes and one of these cats, man. Uh, there's one possession where Jalen Johnson is dribbling on a break, and <clears throat> he goes behind the back with the dribble and finishes with the dunk. I'm like, okay, Jalen. Crowd goes nuts. Crowd goes crazy, right? He follows that play up with an alley-oop pass from DJ, you know, with the two-handed dunk. DJ gives him a nice pass. He flushes it, you know. And then he follows this play up. Two minutes later, he's he's leading the break, and he throws an alley-oop to Sadiq Bay. All of this happened within about a four-minute span. I'm like, yo, Jalen, you got to chill, bro. You got to chill. You got to save some of this for the second half, right? And just when you think he's done with the highlights, before the halftime, Jalen Johnson dunks on your boy Chet. And Chet has been having a really good year. I really like Chet Holmgren. But tonight, I wasn't too impressed. You know, Chet had 12 points in the game, three rebounds. You know, he still is a young guy in this league, but I think he's going to be very good. But now, he's still in the learning process, right? Jalen gave him all he wanted. Like, he went to the lane, he dunked on him, and then after he dunked on him, he's screaming at the bench. I was like, yo, Jalen, you got to chill, bro. You got to chill <laughs> because, like, he was just going off, and I just wanted him to save some of that juice for the second half, right? Um, And, be, and the crazy thing about it, before this sequence, before these five things happened, with Jalen Johnson. I put a note on my I put a note down there on my notes. I said, hey, beside everything Jalen Johnson does for the Hawks, one thing he does is get the Hawks easy buckets in transition. And no other Hawk can do that at the level he does. That is one reason why he is so important to this team. He's able to get those easy buckets. Able to get those transition buckets, able to lead the break, and no other player has that skill set like Jalen Johnson with that size. And it's just been a joy to watch. It's just been a joy to watch, man. So um, that was the Jalen Johnson love fest. That was the Jalen Johnson love fest. And I got to be honest with you. The whole time the Hawks are in this first half of the game, I'm 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 watching with cautioned. What's the word I'm looking for? Caution up optimism, if that's a word. My optimism with optimism was very cautious. Hawks go into the halftime 59 to 76. And to me, the score might as well have been zero to zero. It might as well have been zero to zero because everybody, every Hawks fan was thinking it, even if they didn't say it. 
Oh boy, <laughs> what is this third quarter going to entail? Third quarter, both teams decided, hey, we're not going to play no defense. <laughs> like they both teams decided, you know what, we're not going to play no defense. And we're just going to see who's going to outshoot the other. Who is going to outshoot the other? Now, the hundred, the, 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 <laughs> the hundred. The Thunder outscored the Hawks 44-40 to in that quarter, and they outshot them from three. Well, not necessarily. The Hawks actually outshot them, but um, the Thunder were able to take more shots, and uh, it was really just a four-point swing, right? So they only get four points back in the quarter, right? So you have to be feeling good about yourself going into the fourth quarter. 116 to 103 was the was the score going into the fourth quarter. And I'm going to ask you this, and you can answer to you can answer out loud or you can answer in your own mind. If you watch this game and the Hawks started the fourth quarter up by 13, how confident did you feel? How confident did you feel? I'm gonna raise my hand and I'm gonna tell you this. I thought it was anybody's ball game. To be honest with you, I thought it was anybody's ball game, even though they went into the fourth quarter up by 13. Because something happens to this team in the fourth quarter, and I cannot explain it. I wish I wish I could. I wish I could break down the X's and O's and I don't know. Maybe I need to get my guy Glenn on the. I need to. I need to get my guy Glenn on the phone. You know, maybe I need to do that because I just don't know what happens to this team in the fourth quarter. I have a premonition. I have a premonition, and my premonition, like I said in the last podcast, I think the chemistry is off, and it just manifests itself come the fourth quarter, come the end of the game. I think that's a chemistry issue, right? But um, fourth quarter begins, and Hawks do a very good job. They do a very good job keeping their distance, keeping control of the lead for a good amount of the fourth quarter. I'm like, okay, yeah, so I'm going to be able to say the Hawks did a good job maintaining the lead in the fourth quarter. And then the last two minutes happen. The last two minutes. And let me let, let me just do this. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, I'm sure you saw the game. But let me just read how terrible this sounds. And I'm just going to go to the two-minute mark. I'm going to read the play-by-play off of um, NBA.com. At two and a half minutes left, two minutes and 20 seconds left, the Atlanta Hawks had a third. 15 point lead with two in two minutes and 20 seconds left 13 points Hawks possession Sadiq Bay misses a three and DeJounte Murray misses the tip layup from the putback all right OKC comes down and Jay Williams hits a three-point shot boom now we're down to 10 all right and one Jalen is still feeling it, you know what I'm saying? So Jalen hits a little jumper, puts him at 28 points for the night, 141 to 129. You're like, okay, there's a minute and 41 seconds left. Now you can maybe relax. 
as soon as Jalen hit the ball, Jalen Jalen made the shot at 141, and the Thunder scored at 137. That was five seconds. It took them five seconds to answer. SGA, Gilgis Alexander, who's having a phenomenal season again, comes down and hits a step back three. Uh-oh. Right? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hawks come down and, you know, and one Jalen gets a little too fancy. He has a bad pass. Turnover. SGA comes down. Finishes it with the dunk. Now, in just that short of time, you've gone from up 13 to only up 7. Hawks run a play, and DeJounte Murray ends up with the ball late in the in the shot clock, and he misses a three-point. Misses the three-point. Hawks get the rebound, but they have a turnover on the shot clock. So now, you are only up Seven. You missed a golden opportunity. And what ha- what does SGA do? Comes down, makes a, makes a layup with 49 seconds left. Now you're only down. Now you're only up by five. Guys, it hasn't even been a full two minutes, and you have already pissed away a 13-point lead. Hawks call, call a timeout. Call the timeout. They sub bogey in for Capella to get some offense, right? They come back with another possession, and Murray misses another three. He misses another three. Gilgis gets the rebound. Alexander gets the rebound. Comes down two minutes and gets um, a, 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 a running finger roll layup. Let me tell you how fast they were scoring. Murray misses the shot at 34 seconds left. And SGA scores the basket with 27 seconds. It took them three plus four is seven. It took them seven seconds to score that bucket. And it took them five seconds to score the other bucket. You're not playing any. (laughs) You're not playing any semblance of defense. If the other team is scoring within 10 seconds, guys, they're scoring within 10 seconds. Do you know how how, you're not even putting any resistance on this team? If they're scoring within 10 seconds on back-to-back possessions, back-to-back possessions, they score on in, in less than 10 seconds. Hawks come down again. And what do they do? They yoke up another three from Bogey. Bogey was jet cold in that second half. But he shoots a three with six seconds left. And what happens? He misses it. He misses it. Now, I don't necessarily have a problem with Bogey shooting a three, even though he was kind of cold. Because I know, you know, shooters shoot, man. I understand. Shooters shoot. But that second half... Bogey was two of nine, one of six from three, and he he had just cooled off. He had just cooled off. I'm not sure who I would want to shoot that three in 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 the second half. Maybe Jalen Johnson. He was two for two and in, in, in for three in, in the second half. So OKC gets the ball with three seconds left, with a chance to 
to to to um hit a three and put the game in the overtime. Luckily for the Hawks. Luckily for the Hawks, they 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 stand up with, with some level of decent defense. And Joe misses a shot from the uh, from the corner. It was actually a good shot. I accidentally started to play the video there. That's what you heard. But uh, they escape another one. They escape another one. And um, I wish I would have asked that this question earlier. I want to know how you guys feel. What do you see? When this team is in crunch time, what do you see when this team is, is is has the game on the line and they're just not able to close it out? I don't know. I wish I knew, but I don't. I wish I knew, but I don't. I'll read a little fan feedback before I get up out of here. A little, just a little fan feedback. My guy Rashad on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawksbeat. Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Follow us over there. Rashad said, because I asked a question and a few guys uh, responded, but Rashad365 said, I see a lot of ISO, one-on-one, bad shot taking, mixed with terrible defense from our guards. I agree. I see all of those things you just mentioned. All of those things you just mentioned, I see those. So, (sighs) I see it, man. My guy Yogi said, woof. I asked you guys uh, what were your thoughts after the game. Uh, J.F. Willoughby said, huge win, knocked off the hardest team in the league, need to extend the win streak. Hey, man, I'm with it. You know, if you're going to have these moments where you uh, need to learn lessons, it's best that you do it with a win. I've said that so many times, so many times. So you got the dub, so... That's the best way to learn your lesson with a dub, right? So that's what it is, man. As far as uh, any takeaways from this game, I look at it like this. While it is good to be on a two-game win streak, that's just giving you perspective. While it is good to be on a two-game win streak, you have to know that this play is, down the stretch is not tenable. It's not tenable. Like you you have to fix what is wrong with this team. And now OKC is a very good basketball team. This is a very good win, to be honest with you. But, you know, the caveat is, you know, they're on the second night of a back-to-back. However you want to look at that, you can look at it however you want to look at it. You beat Washington the other night, who was a very bad team. But they almost came back and stole one from you. Nevertheless, all that matters is the wins and the losses. And you got two, um, you got two wins in your last two games, and that is a good thing. All right. So, if you're gonna learn lessons, learn them with a win, man. Learn them with a win. Where do the Hawks go from here? I'm glad you asked. So today is Wednesday. Actually, it's Thursday as I record this, but um, on Friday, they will travel to Indiana to take on the Pacers for a, uh, okay, I thought it was going to be an afternoon game. No, it's going to be a night game. So, Friday night, 
take on the Indiana Pacers. And then from Indiana, they will travel down to Florida to take on the Orlando Magic on Sunday. That is a 6 o'clock game. So um, you have Indiana, you have the Magic, and then they are back home on the 10th, which is next Wednesday. So you have a week. If you're in Atlanta, you can go see them again uh, next Wednesday when Philadelphia will be in town. Joel Embiid and company will be in town. So those are the next three games. Looking at their schedule, when you look, when I looked at OKC, Indiana, Orlando, and Philly, OKC was probably my biggest worry, you know. Um, well, next to Philly, OKC and, and Philly, um, Orlando and Indiana. You know, those are two teams that are playing really good basketball. Both of those teams are above 500. Both of those teams are 19 and 14. So, you know, you can't sleep on either one of these teams. You're going to have to bring your hard hat. But I tell you what, all of this um, um, not playing defense in in the second half and and trying to piss away the game in in the fourth quarter toward the end of the game, that's not going to fly against a good team. That's not going to fly against an average team. So, Hopefully they can keep the streak going in Atlanta. I mean, in Indiana and just try to get to that um, 500 mark, man. That's what they need to get. You know, you just got to keep on stacking these dubs and uh, hopefully you you can kind of tread water until DeAndre Hunter comes back. And the goal is to give And here's how I look at a big picture. The goal is to be as close to 500 as possible before the all-star break. All right. You want to get Jalen Johnson and DeAndre Hunter both healthy at the same time, because I think if they're both healthy at the same time, I think this is a different ball club. Do I think that they are the defensive stoppers? If you have both of those guys? Nope. I don't think that. But if you get them both back, you will be better defensively. And I think uh, that will just. That's just going to improve your team overall. So, I think that was it, man. You escaped that one. Shout out to Jalen Johnson. The career night and one mixtape night. <laughs> uh, lots of highlights and salute to the kid. I'm super happy for him. He's a great kid. And uh, I hope he continues to wreck shop this season. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow in this podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. We will see you on Friday night after the Indiana game. Hopefully talking about the Hawks third win in a row. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms and give us a five star rating when you rate the show. And we will greatly appreciate it. Like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E-L-O. We out. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, 
everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.